much for joining us today on episode number 66 of the Real Life Runners podcast. Today we're going to be talking about running through the holidays. With all the get-togethers and things going on during the holidays, it can be tough to get the running and healthy eating in. So today we're going to talk about that. And as a quick reminder, check out our website, realliferunnerspodcast.com for all show notes and things that we talk about today. This is the Real Life Runners Podcast, and we're your hosts, Kevin and Angie Brown. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's get running. Okay, so we all know that the holidays can be really, really busy. There's holiday parties, there's family get-togethers, you might be traveling out of town. Yeah, the song that says it's the most wonderful time of the year should really be called it's the most stressful time of the year. Well, let's not go negative. It's it's <laughs> the busiest time of, it couldn't be one of the busiest times it of is the, the year, busy. right? It's, it's a lot of perspective. It is. It gets a little overwhelming. For everybody during the holiday seasons, like you said, there's there's gift exchanges, there's there's concerts. I mean, just this week, the the amount of things that we have on the calendar of get-togethers and things that we have to do, especially in the evening, mm-hmm. is it's a lot. Yeah, Christmas concert, and then the kids have shows at school. There's a Christmas concert this week and next week, and then yeah. the family's coming into town, so everybody wants to get together to do secret Santa gift exchanges with all the cousins, and there's just a lot going on. So to you're trying try to figure to... out when to get in a workout and then get right. dinner appropriate that's not just shoot yourself through a drive-thru and grab mm-hmm. something super quick because you don't want to, you know, everybody suggests they put on a couple of pounds through the holidays. And it's not because of one meal. Right. It's because of the gradual, well, it'll be okay here and it'll be okay here. It's when you start sliding and it's okay all the time. Right. So today we're going to talk about where do running and health fit in to the holidays because they need to have a place. If you want to make running and healthy eating part of your daily life and part of your habits that you don't even have to think about, they they have to have a place during the holidays as well. But it's all about perspective, like Kevin said. Let's find out what is that place that they need to have and go from there. So I think where we should start, let's start off with first the the physical benefits. Like let's let's think about the good things, okay? That what are the physical benefits of fit, making sure we get our runs in and making sure that we eat healthy during this season? Well, I mean, let's just start about the forget this holiday season, just the general eating healthy and exercising, it builds strength in our body. This right. is always this is a huge long-term benefit of building strength when, within your body is is always a positive. Right. When you're strong and running can help to build that strength inside and, you know, outside, I guess. Um, when you're strong, then you're not limited in things that you might want to do. You have enough energy to go out and spend time outdoors or, you know, go out with the family on a hike or whatever it is that you want to do with your life. You're not limited. And I think that's one of the biggest things is that you it helps you build that strength in order to allow you to live the way you want to. Yeah, when you're having family get-togethers, the get-together does not always need to get together and sit around a table eating. Like you can do physically active things as long as as healthy eating and and being physically active is part of your life, then when you get together that can still be part of your life. Mhm. And Running and healthy eating obviously can also help to control the balance of energy input and output, which some people call calories. We don't really like to talk about calories, but ultimately it's it's still the energy exchange that either causes you to gain weight or lose weight. And this is going to, so, you know, running and exercise can help you 
to control that and eating healthy can also help you to control that. So if you want to maintain your weight or lose a little, then those two things can definitely help you to accomplish that goal. And and that's going to make you feel better physically. Well, I mean, that's the thing is it all helps you just feel better eating the appropriate foods and not just snacking because there's there's cookies in the teacher's lounge because there were cookies in the teacher's lounge today. I'm sure there is like every day, right? Oh, it's like for all of December. Like yesterday I got an email. There's treats in the teacher's lounge. I go down. It's like a 10 gallon bucket of popcorn. Oh, my Lord. It was, you know, in, in the like fluorescent orange cheese and oh, yeah. caramel corn varieties. Oh, yeah. Like that yeah, looks natural. Right. And so healthy eating, you know, making sure that you're getting those nutrients that your body needs to feel good. Because when we eat a highly processed diet, it just makes us feel sluggish and it makes us feel icky and bloated. And I mean, you know that feeling after you have eaten too much, you know, a very heavy processed meal, you just feel yucky you know so making sure that you get in all those nutrients adding in vegetables keeping the vegetables and the fruits and the lean proteins into your diet just helps your body to feel better yeah and it helps you mentally be able to know that we're not on mental yet oh sorry i was gonna say it helps you know that (laughs) you're you're full so when you walk into a room and there's a pile of of treats sitting there you don't have to have six of them right well so it helps you physically feel full then. yes it helps yeah. you physically feel full yeah there you go it's a, we're going on to mental next it's a gray area between physical and mental fullness it's always a gray area so all right so let's move on to the mental so running and healthy eating can he- help us mentally during the holidays as well yeah i i'm one of my biggest highlights is stress relief. Yeah, I think running is stress relief for a lot of people. I mean, I, I literally had a meeting with my assistant principal today about, you know, creating one of my midterms and the appropriate study guide for it. And I said, okay, well, I'll get that done during lunch. And then I saw her again two minutes later and I had changed into running gear because I was going to use my off period to get a workout in during my lunch period. She sort of threw a, a weird look at me like, I thought you said you were going to go get some work done. And I'm like, sorry, I need the stress relief in the middle of the day. Because that's how, like on this particular day, I have four straight classes of four different classes that I'm teaching in the morning. Mm-hmm. I need a break in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And it was your morning to work out. I didn't have time to work out after school because yeah. there's there's so much going in. Because we have to record this podcast. Record this podcast. And... <laughs> because our weekend last weekend was too busy to do it. Right. Because there's, yeah. there's just so much stuff going in. Right. So So you find times that you can get it in and without that stress relief, I'm like, I can get a workout during this period or I can yell at somebody during period six, which would you like? Right. Yeah. And I think that that, you know, running provides that stress relief for a lot of people, even if people don't normally use it as stress relief and they normally Mm -hmm. just go out and run because they enjoy running, I think still get the benefit of stress relief during the holidays, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yes. I mean, because it also, this is probably not the best thing to say but you know well, this is the real life runners podcast and you know sometimes when you have family members visiting <laughs> are you suggesting it's an escape mechanism what <laughs> it's true though you know i mean sorry i can't do that right now i can't you know whatever it is watch the 27th movie in mm. line because i have to go get my run in like it can be an escape and i think that everybody needs an escape sometimes i don't think that that's a bad thing I, it's not that you don't love your family it's that sometimes your family can be a little too much yeah it's, you know it's a good especially well, especially if someone is coming in and like staying with you you know someone from out of town is coming in and they're staying for like a week 
that can get to be a little much. Yeah, a lot of know? a lot of family in close quarters yeah. becomes a little bit a little bit intense. And sometimes. running can be an escape, and I think it's a very healthy escape because, it, like you said, it makes sure that you don't kind of fall off the deep end. Right. In I the mean, other direction. That's yeah. That's the thing is okay. I need to get away for like an hour or whatever it is. It's not that you have to leave forever. You have a set period of time that is still devoted to you, so that you can come back and be a better person when you're interacting with everybody around exactly. you. Exactly. It makes you. It allows you to show up better for those around you. Yes. Okay. So another mental benefit is that it makes you happier. Running releases those happy hormones, right? The endorphins, the runner's high, all these happy hormones that we get from running, that's going to just put you in a better mood and allow you to enjoy some things more than, you know, if you didn't have that. Yeah. And I mean, from a, it it kind of relates back to physical, it kind of helps remove that guilty feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, if you do have the cookie, Right. Well, I got I got a good run in and it's not exactly an even balance no. on these things, but it does help remove this like billing sense of, of guilt. Kind of, yeah, of guilt yeah. That, that shows up in a lot of people over the holidays. Yeah. And it's also proof that you're taking care of yourself. You have a very tangible way that you are still prioritizing your health by getting that run in, by having that salad, you're still you're proving to yourself and you're continuing to write the story that you care about your health. You are the kind of person that values and prioritizes your health even in the holiday time. Right. Yes. I mean, especially if you post it on Instagram and you get 25 likes, then it clearly (laughs) Clearly. proves that you're doing it correctly. Yes, absolutely. And lastly, I think it, it helps to keep you on track towards your goals. So if you have a race that you're training for Sometimes that can be tough to get your runs in during the holiday season, but if you make them a priority and you get them in, then again, you're continuing to rewrite that story, that narrative that you're building of the kind of person that you are. You are someone that values these things. You are working towards these goals, and even during the holidays, you can still make time for them. Yeah, December is not necessarily just a month that you get to do whatever you feel like. You still have goals and you're still aiming in that direction. Down here, it's we're about ready to kick off major distance racing season. Like we just started marathon season yeah. because for the rest of the year, it's just way too hot. Mm-hmm. So like you can't slack off through December because December, January, February are the big racing months. Well, especially January and February. There's huge. so many races down here during those months. Yeah, so taking December off is not exactly the best way to stay on the path. Mm-hmm, exactly. So do you have any other physical or mental benefits that you'd like to point out of just running and healthy eating? Uh, I mean, I, I I need running as a giant stress relief during yeah. the holidays. That's that's why I, 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 need, I go into that one. And I need you to have running <laughs> as a major stress relief. Everybody needs me to have running as Everybody a stress relief. Everybody needs you to have running. So that kind of gives you some ideas, which I'm sure you're already familiar with. But what now let's look at the other side of the equation right what if it gets in the way what if you're running and your training plan gets in the way what if healthy eating kind of gets in the way and, and makes things worse so essentially like you feel this just impending obligation that you have to get this stuff in right and you're looking at your schedule and you're like okay well i I literally cannot fit it in today. Right. You know, we've talked about trying to arrange a schedule and prioritize things. Mm-hmm. And you need to prioritize yourself. But if you're looking at the schedule on certain days during the holidays, there's not five minutes, let alone 45 to get a workout in. Right. And I think that sometimes a training plan can cause more stress because it just becomes one more thing that you need to do, especially if you're in the thick of a training plan. You know, there, there are 
always comes that time where it's that grind, right? You kind of have to muscle through it and grit your teeth and you don't really want to go out for a run, but you know you have it on your schedule and you kind of just have to get through it. And sometimes it can it can just be a little too much. Well, yeah, especially if that run is just like an easy recovery run. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that a lot of people fall off on that one. Like, yeah. well, I got my workout in. Right. It'll be okay if I don't get this recovery run in. Mm-hmm. Your body you really needs the recovery run, but a lot of people are like, well, if I'm going to skip... rest day is still good. Exactly. You know, if you're going to skip something, you skip the recovery, you try and get the right. workouts. You still, you try and get a balance of hard versus easy days. Yeah. But I think that sometimes when people have that training plan, if things kind of go off the rail because of different obligations, it can make them feel like they're failing. It can make them feel like you know, it's just one more thing that they're not succeeding at. And that's when it starts to become more of a negative. Yeah. I mean, whether it's obligations or terrible winter weather. Right. I mean, down here, it is downright freezing. Today it was... It was 50 degrees this morning when I went out to run. Yeah. When I got to school, the the number of kids who were wrapped in giant wool blankets was ridiculous (laughs) because it was 55 degrees. Right. And so obviously we're joking, but down down here it's it's great we love running in this weather but up up north i mean we've got clients in canada and all over the place and it's in the negatives you know how how do you force yourself out the door when it is below zero degrees if you don't have a treadmill you know and or access to a gym or something like that that is i mean that takes a major major commitment yeah i mean a a friend of of both of ours texted me the other day and he was like as much as i enjoy getting up and running first thing in the morning sometimes it's nicer to wait for the afternoon and he sent me a screenshot of the weather app on his phone and it was like 32 degrees and felt like 20 and i sent back a screenshot of our own because it was 78 degrees like yeah it's rough here too i was sweating right and so but you know that that sense of failure that people have like that is, you know, that's that's definitely a negative of the whole running and, you know, ha- trying to stay on track. During trying the to stay on track. And yeah. It, yeah. So sometimes, I mean, how do you get around it? Right. Well, you know, we're going to talk about that at the end. Okay. But so let's talk about real quick healthy eating as well. Because oh, I think that healthy eating and holiday parties. Yeah. You know, Good luck. Yeah. Healthy eating can be very difficult during the holidays, especially when you have a lot of holiday parties and you're not in control of the food that's presented to you. Well, I mean, that it's it's so tricky when you're going from this person's house to this person's house mm-hmm. or office party and it's catered by whoever. It it tends to almost make you want to just go off in your own little world of isolation. Right, because I think there are some people that are always trying to find the healthy option. They're always like, even if they're at a, a holiday party, they're looking and trying to see, okay, what is the healthiest thing I can eat here? And they're just... They become hyper obsessed with it. Well, and it, I know it, I've fallen into that trap before. It takes away the joy of the event because right. you're so concerned with what you're eating, mm-hmm. and then you're looking at it and what's on your plate versus the person next to you, and you right. feel like you're making such a huge sacrifice mm-hmm. that it's it's quite likely that the next day you're going to go way too far the other direction. Well, and I think also, like you started to say, it can cause some people to actually say no to some of these parties or social engagements because they're concerned that there won't be healthy options for them to eat. Like I, that is a very real thing. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if 
simply going to the, you know, the giant buffet sitting in front of you and being like, okay, well, I can only eat two of these 15 options in front of me. Mm -hmm. That doesn't seem fun. That doesn't seem like it's just going to be an enjoyable thing. Mm -hmm. So why go in the first place? Exactly. So... I think that healthy eating can then sometimes be a, become a, a burden for people during the holidays as well for those exact reasons. So, you know, people that just become obsessed with it. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of positives of eating healthy and getting in your exercise unless it becomes such a strain on you that right. you're just, you're spent. Right. And by the, by the time you hit January, you're just, you're done. Okay, so let's talk now about a little bit more about the big picture. And also we can throw in some tips on maybe how you can make sure that your health is the priority during the holidays. Yeah, without it being so much of a a priority that it's actually just a burden. Right. So running and healthy eating and these healthy habits are fantastic for you physically and mentally, and they should be continued as much as possible through the holidays. Yeah, as much as possible, as long as you are feeling good. As long as you're feeling good. Physically and mentally. Right. You know, like we said, there's a lot of feel good that comes out of this stuff. Yeah. But you, you want to be make, make sure you're getting in the workout in order to continue feeling good. Yeah. And same thing with sleep, though, too. You know, we, we should also talk about sleep because sleep deprivation is definitely a real thing that happens during the holidays with all of these different obligations. So, you know, sometimes it might be better for you to get a little bit more sleep versus waking up at four o'clock in the morning to go do your run. Yeah. Or shorten the run just a little bit. You know, Mm -hmm. if it's so pitch black and icy in the morning, push the run back by a little bit, shorten, shorten the run, get in what you can get in Mm -hmm. and keep some perspective. Missing something or shortening something is not the end of the world. You just kind of, maybe you, maybe you rearrange other things later in the week, or Mm -hmm. maybe that day just becomes a shorter workout. Exactly. If you go to a holiday party, allow yourself to have some indulgences. It's going to be okay. If you have a piece of cake or a brownie or a cookie or all three, you know, in the long run, it's going to be fine. Just because you have those three things doesn't mean you're just going to totally go off the rail. I mean, don't allow yourself to, you know, allow yourself to have indulgences because when people do go off the rail, a lot of the times it's because of the deprivation. I mean, that's, that's your biggest issue with like all dieting. Right. Is it always takes something away. Right. And so if you say, no, I can't have any of that. Like if you look at this delicious, gorgeous dessert table at a holiday party and you say, oh, I can't eat any of that because it's too many calories or whatever. <laughs> yeah. What happens when you get home by yourself? Yeah. <laughs> then, and, and then what do you go to? Right. I mean, and not only that, it's just, it's that mental telling yourself, no, I can't have that. It's the first thing that you want then, yeah. you know, so just allow yourself to have something, allow yourself to have a part of something, you know, you need to determine what's best for you. And, you know, maybe you don't choose all eight desserts. Maybe you choose one or two that look the best to you. And if you take a bite and it doesn't taste as good as it looked, then don't eat the rest of it. Well, yeah, that's a huge one. And that one I mean, gets, that happens all the time. That gets tricky at family engagements because, you know, you have aunt so-and-so's like <laughs> that dessert that she brings the every year cake. and everybody has to take a piece of it and you take a bite and you're just like, this is not good. Mm. And everybody's watching and making sure that, you know, uh, that you eat every last bite of it. Right. If it's not good, don't, don't finish it. Yeah. And it's okay to tell, like not, you don't, you don't want to be rude and say it's disgusting, but at the same time, you just be like, oh, I'm just so full, but I had to have a bite. And that bite was so good that it just, 
it totally satisfied me. I'm so sorry that I can't eat anymore. There you go. Right? Yes. Hey, and, you, no and you throw lots of compliments. There's no reason to be mean during the holidays, no. but you don't need to just gorge yourself simply for the sake of satisfying other people mm-hmm. because they're dessert because they made a dessert. Right. I think the other thing is to take the pressure of perfection off. We've talked about the 80-20 rule before in regards to running and slow running and fast running and all that, but it pretty much applies to almost anything in life. As long as you are doing well 80% of the time, you're still winning. Oh, you're winning by a lot. By a lot. I mean, the you know? the, the lesson that I, I gave to the kids in class today, I got this one email me, to me yesterday. It was a little YouTube video of the, the overall philosophy was we're all a bunch of nitwits <laughs> who screw up all the time. It's so true. And so why not go out and do make something bold? It, because you're going to fail? Yes, right. you, you're going to fail. Yeah, you're going to fail. You're going to fail the next day. Right. And that person next to you, they also fail. But everybody builds up like, oh, well, I don't want to do it because I might do it wrong. And everybody around me is doing things perfect. Nope. No, actually, look around. No, that's just what Instagram is showing you. Everyone around you is also failing constantly. Mm. We're all failing constantly. And imperfection is, is okay. It's not just okay. It's, it's how the world works. It's beautiful. Like, imperfection is is what happens. Right. It is beautiful because imperfection means you're giving it a shot. Yeah, yeah. So 80-20, right? If you are good 80% of the time, then when you go to the holiday party, allow yourself to indulge. Have the lobster with the butter and the cheesecake. It's going to be okay. <laughs> you know, the holidays come once a year. It's not like you eat like this all the time. So if you have it and, and say you gain a couple extra pounds, okay, then you can get rid of them after the holidays. But just understand that the big picture is so much more important here because you'll actually be enjoying your life and enjoying the moment. Like you'll be living in the present, enjoying the moment, enjoying the people that you're with. And I mean, how can you put any sort of price or poundage on that? Yeah, I know. know? I, I get caught up in this one. And as we're trying to get into the whole healthy eating and then, then we've got kids and we're trying like our own healthy eating and theirs and making sure that everybody's sleeping correct. The holidays just get really overwhelming for me sometimes about like, you know, we had the holiday parade and we're on the mm-hmm. side of the parade and people are throwing candy canes. And the kids are like, can I have another candy cane? And I'm like, well, your bedtime was an hour and a half ago. So <laughs> yeah, sure. How about a stick of straight sugar? That sounds like an awesome idea. Yeah. And instead... Look at the giant smile on their face. Don't don't even worry about the words they're saying. Mm-hmm. Look at how big that smile is as right. they're surrounded with Christmas lights and friends and family. Be like, yeah, sure, you can have an, you can have another candy cane right. because it's gonna be okay. Tomorrow is still gonna come. Yeah, it might come with a little bit of a stomach ache, but and, it's still gonna come. And some sickness. I mean, both of our kids. This <laughs> is what happens, you know. <laughs> the parade both was not our, the smoothest this year. <laughs> the parade had had some interesting moments, right? So we were on a float for the first time this year, which was super fun. And it was amazing. The, and the girls dressed up as mermaids because our friend owns a mermaid themed store in Deerfield Beach. You should check it out online mermaidcovecollective.com I think is her website nice we should put a link to that yeah I I will link that in the show notes but so she owns a mermaid themed store so the girls were on this float decorated under the sea and they were wearing mermaid tails and they were sitting up there and so and it was cold you know quote-unquote Florida cold so the the cool air was like in their face the whole time and you know they stayed up too late they ate too much sugar they you know, had a hard time getting to bed because they were so excited. And 
they en- both ended up with little colds and it's gonna be okay you know like it's, it's been a very kleenex filled sniffly week <laughs> yeah. but but it's fine they're both getting through and you know we got a concert for them to go to tomorrow and right. they should be healthy enough to get to the concert and right. sing and enjoy the heck out of the concert also right but when they look back at this parade they're not gonna think about you know the fact that they got sick they probably won't even remember it but they will remember that they got to be mermaids on a float in the christmas parade and have candy canes and you know be with their friends and their cousins like that's the memory and that's more important than you know this little this little sickness that ended up thank god it's you know it didn't turn into anything huge yeah, thankfully it wasn't the flu it was, it was some sniffles for right. both of them right. i will probably look back and remember that a truck drove over my foot yeah that was not <laughs> ideal but thank goodness you did not end up with a broken foot and, and all is well so yeah. now it, thank goodness it turned into a funny story yes, now it's a funny story <laughs> that the float drove over my foot right. and i was i was literally crushed by a, a truck full of mermaids yeah <laughs> crushed by a truck of mermaids yeah so you know things happen and they're not always in our control so you kind of have to just roll with it is that too much of a pun yes no roll with it was perfect yes exactly roll with it right over Uh your foot yeah no you nailed it could not have been smoother on that one so you know give yourself some grace during the holiday season and just spend some time in gratitude And actually taking in this holiday season because I think that so many times we can be so obsessed with the hustle and the bustle, getting people presents, making sure that this one is is the perfect present for that child and or for your neighbor or for the teacher and there's just so much to go on. It can be so easy to just get caught up in all of that and actually just forget to enjoy the moment. Yeah, this is this is one thing that I think social media actually could help you out with because people are always posting the like meaningful, like heart touching story. Oh, this story is is so phenomenal. And for most of the year, I, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of the times, I'm like, I don't I don't need yet another inspirational story. But sometimes the cheesy, super inspiring, like oh, it touches you to your Christmas soul story that pops up every once in a while just. Take a couple minutes and read it because there's some good ones out there. Or like that song, that Christmas shoes song that oh, makes me like cry every sob time. Yeah, every we have to like pull to the side of the road so that you can weep openly. It is it is <laughs> the saddest song in the world. It really might be. Okay. But anyway, so spend some time to take it all in, okay? Allow yourself the grace to live by the 80-20 rule. Do your best. 80% of the time, you know, get your workouts in, do your healthy eating. If you're invited to a holiday party, a lot of the times um, they can be potlucks. Yeah. So bring along a dish of food that you want to eat, that you know at least one thing there will be something that you're going to want to eat. Yes, don't bring brownies. <laughs> There's already going to be plenty of desserts. Unless bring... they're like paleo, sugar-free, gluten-free. <laughs> Sure, but bring an entree so that you know that there's some main dish that you right. can actually consume and it takes some of the stress out. Right. Put it down, get yourself some of your own food, and then, you know, check out the dessert tray and mm-hmm. be like, oh, maybe I should try some of that. Right. And another thing that you can do also during the holidays uh, as another tip is to live by that portion control guide. So allow yourself to eat all of those things, but the portion control, when do we talk about that? Last week or the week before? I think both. Yeah. The last couple of weeks we talked about the portion control. So think about about that you know if you're gonna have some some more rich foods at at least just make sure that you're controlling the the amount that you're eating so just as a quick review 
portion um, protein should be the, the size of the palm of your hand, which includes both the circumference and the thickness. Uh, carbohydrates would be a, a cupped handful. Vegetables is a fist and fats is a thumb. So still try to do your best to incorporate all of those at each meal. And if you're at a holiday party, try to just, you know, maybe take a little bit smaller portions to allow yourself to have the dessert at the end. Yeah, because, I mean, let's be honest, most of these holiday parties are carbs with a side of carbs and right. some dessert. Yes, like that's really more carbs and some sugar. That's what you got. Yeah, and, and that's fine. So just do your best, you know, and understand that, okay, this is part of my 20%, you know, so I'm going to have a nice healthy breakfast and lunch today. I know that I'm going to go to this holiday party tonight, and, you know, it is what it is. Yes. It's it's all going to be okay. And, and you can get back on track with all that after the holidays. But I really don't think if you're if you're consciously aware of it, you're not going to go so far off the rails that it's going to be very difficult to no, get right the back holiday, on. The holidays don't need to derail you. Right. You can have some hiccups and bumps on the road, but you're still on the road. Yeah. That's the key, right. is that it's still a path that's heading you in a direction of health. Mm-hmm. You're just taking you know, the scenic route because it, it gets a little windy through the holidays. Yeah. I think that's a better way of saying it. I agree. And I, you know, I just think that this is just a, an important message for everybody to hear. I know this is an important message for me to hear. Um, so I, that's one of the reasons I thought this would be a good topic for today's podcast. It's important for everybody. Yeah, because we all know it. This isn't a new message. Everyone's heard this message before. No, no, no. Earth shattering. Be thankful and it's okay if you make a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes we just need these little reminders every day to kind of help us to see the bigger picture. Yes. Okay. Okay, guys, so that about wraps it up for today. Check out our show notes over on the website at realliferunnerspodcast.com. We are going to be starting to run a contest. We have some awesome swag for the Key West Half Marathon that we're going to, including two free race entries. So go on over to the website, realliferunnerspodcast.com, and you will be able to find out some more information about the contests that we will be running in order to give away. We've got um, a fleece, some long sleeve shirts, a hat, and then, like I said, the grand prizes are those, the two free race entries for the Key West Half Marathon. So please head over to the website, check out the show notes, and you'll get more information on that. And while you're over on the website, you can check out all of the other information that we have for you, including our resources, where we have recommended products that we really like, and coaching programs, training plans, all that good stuff. So head over to realliferunnerspodcast.com for all that information. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. 